welcome to The Three Wine Guys with Terry, Stevo, and Scott. I'm Jax Harrington. Today's show will be a special edition. This would be a smashing show. Gentlemen, commence the whining. Welcome to Three Wine Guys. It's Scott here. Spitting Steve-O. And this is Terry, and we yeah. have uh, back again from uh, from sunny Australia. Is it sunny, Justin? It is very sunny today. It's, so it's sunny, last, Sydney. Last day is last day of autumn, I'd suggest. So oh. it's about ten o'clock here uh, at night, Chicago time. What time is it in Australia? It is one o'clock. Oh, there you go. So it's drinking time. Oh, my God. Now you can start so drinking. I feel happy about having a full glass of wine now. Exactly. You should. So, yes. so, to re- so to recap, what last week we, we started our doing Australia. Well, we've, this is our third week with Justin, and uh, we're, we're talking about Australian wines. And uh, we left off last week. We, we talked about the Cape Mantel Sauvignon Blanc, the Heggies. Uh, Chardonnay and the Yulumba, the Yulumba strapper. Which, uh, Stevo, uh, you, you, what you what do you have to say about that strapper? Well, uh, anyway, the strapper was the wine for me. That was the that was the the wine of the podcast. Y- yeah, the wine. And, and yeah. I drank oh, yeah, yeah, half yeah. of the Hedges. Oh, even yeah. more the, than that. The, the it was, it was, it was so the WAP. It was the WAP. I give that a really good one. Well, I, the quantity of it. And whatever good. it's worth, I like the first one. So and the Scott liked the, the Cape Mantel. So I, I, I mean, yeah. So, I, but, but I didn't went. What, we didn't give grades to the wines. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Sure, we did. B's and A's, right? Yeah. Okay. Fine. Awesome. <laughs> so Steve was busy tweeting at angry Stevo. Right, uh, or okay. no hashtag. Okay. All right. Let me just let, angry let, let, Let's. I want to. Since we've covered it now twice in the podcast and the previous well, broadcast, it's been three weeks, Stevo. So we don't need any. You joke. should have like a hundred tweets by now. No, first off, okay, don't say anything. I don't want to hear one goddamn word about salmon or horizontal stripes. That's done. Yeah. We've, said, we've covered it twice. Be- beaten that dead we've, horse. Yeah, beaten that oh. horse dead. We strappered that horse. <laughs> Can we talk about your skinny jeans? You, you, uh, yes. I, right. Yeah, I did not say that you couldn't. I'm just asking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the coolest thing we were talking about in the break was just about how all these uh, Australian winemakers, we've, we've met we've met several. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and Justin was just mentioning, like, what great like great blokes they are. Yeah. These guys. And they, ha- they, and they have a, they, they a, a, a no-douchebag policy that <laughs> basically if you're a douchebag or if you're an asshole, you get weeded out. That's like I that. didn't say that, but my experience is. Yes. The good guys to deal with are the guys that I deal with all the time. So okay, and, right. And and I'm, I'm and when as the more you meet people and the more you deal, with, you interact with them, whether it's on Twitter, on Facebook, or face to face at wine tastings or at their vineyards, these are really good people. And I tend to favour the family-owned wines um, vineyards, and you're dealing with the family, and it's it's a really good feeling, and you get a really good insight into how hard it is to be a farmer because in the end these guys are farmers right and 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 and, and the effort they they put into making their products and it gives you an appreciation for it which is awesome well, well I, I, I i represent i represent about 200 wineries and the average production of the wineries that i represent is under 10,000 cases produced mm-hmm. i would say the average is around i would say 5 to 10,000 which is small. Yeah. So, um, you know, for me, 
selling wine, you know, it's all about telling a story. For me, I'm very lucky, and, and T-Bone and Scott can attest to this. I'm lucky because I have a very high quality, high quality wines in my portfolio. But there's so much good wine out there that, you know, it's about, you know, the little things can make a difference. Do you know what I mean? Is the guy, is the is the guy or gal? Are they cool? Is there a good story? Is there some, you know, is there something the story else? Story is what connects you to the wine, right? Exactly. Though. Yeah. I mean, it's like Absolutely. it's, it's, it's yeah. sort of like when you find out this winemaker worked for this place. And it's right. Like, look what he's done in the well, past. Well, last thing you like, want to do is be. This is a really good wine, but the winemaker's a dick. Right. I mean, yeah. really, at the end of the day, I mean, right. You want to be able to take ownership. In some small form that I yeah this is a good winemaker it's a, you know it it's part right. of the whole drinking ex- right. experience right it's so way the world's going like we we were talking about craft beer before and it's a similar sort of thing you know you, you're dealing with people who have passion and a love for their product and the hope is that you're getting a better quality product out of it because they have that passion rather than the corporate giant that just makes it to a makes it to a to a to a recipe. And we live in a world now where it's important whether your chicken's organic, where how you how the pig that you eat might be bred. You know, it, it's not something you think about every day. But when you're having those special meals or those special times out, yeah, you know, it's it's good to have a pig that's you know lived a great life in Tasmania and been fed apples and plums every day. It adds to the flavour, even though it costs more. And wine's no different. It's it's part of the, it's part of I guess building a, a picture of life and and about understanding. That it's not just life's not simple and made made to a recipe. That there's input and there's influences you can have to it. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, wine should be you know wine wine should be you know wine should make you happy. You know, um, absolutely. It's it's funny because Scott and I usually and, and not so much with with T Bone, but I can I can tell you flat out that you want to see like you know Scott is a is a one of the nicest guys you can meet. Scott looks like he's super fucking nice, and I look like I'm an asshole. But when we go out, I'm the one who's really, really nice. But if 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 you if you Am I if a you mess with, I guess wow, so. no, no, okay. no, but no, no, but like, but no, no, no. But what I mean is, is that if. If something goes bad, like if the wine oh, is bad, or if the service is bad, or, or if we're being being any way disrespected, a lot of times I will kind of shut down. Like I'll just kind of like, like internally brood, and Scott will be like, "You, you just drop the fucking you'll you'll drop the fucking hammer." Wow, which is great. But what I mean is, is that I can't tell you like a lot of times, because like, because we we don't go out as much as we used to five years ago. We used to go out all the time. We so when we do go out, if something's not right, so if the bottle's fucked, or if the meal's bad, or if the fish is off, or the meat, I mean, we get instantly pissed, you know. And, and, well, I and, think because we're turning into like grumpy old men. Oh, that's it too. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. We were probably nice in our thirties. We were really friendly. Now we're just old assholes. I mean, Steve was was almost fifty. Exactly. I am almost fifty. I'm going to be at the halfway point of fifty. Yeah. Fourth of July. Twenty-five, baby. Twenty-five. Boom. Come get some. No, forty-five. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I wish. Anyway. um, All right. So we have the three wines we have tonight. We have from Derenberg. We have the Laughing Magpie. Um, From Two Hands, we have I think their iconic wine. Um, the angel share, and then um, from Glatzer is the bishop. Is that? It's got to be the bishop, right? No, Wallace. The bishop. Wallace and the bishop are probably the, the two biggest and then ones. Go, what? Then it went Godolphin and the Godolphin. Yeah, yeah. I'm on crazy Oh, they've got some big stuff. Yeah, some big yeah. ones. Yeah, I have I have Omen Ryan at home. So yeah. we're we're going. I still have one of those. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're we are now going. 
I guess, your, your big Aussie Reds, you know, mm-hmm. for, for lack of a better term. These are kind of. And again, know. to rehash, um, for those that missed last week that will catch up on it, whatever, um, this was a, Josh and I, we traded, I don't know how many emails to try to mm. find the same wine, the same vintages that you could get <laughs> yeah. in Australia that you could get here in uh, Chicago. Yeah. yeah. And two months later, we're here. Yeah. Well, it actually started on New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. I, it might you, even you have been. Scott was drunk and I was recovering. Yeah, I, yeah, I was getting my uh, get my drink on. I'm like, we got to do a Skype thing, <laughs> thing. If Terry could figure it out, so yeah, it was. Yeah. I have to tell you, then then we were going to do that the show that like a few weeks ago or, or almost yes. three or four weeks ago. Yeah, that was. And a then trial we just run. did like a tr- dry run, and like when when Justin's like, uh, we were Steve was driving out. We're getting ready to do the show. And then when Justin's like, well, I thought this is dry run, guys. I was like, well, actually, God, it is because I was loaded when we initially did the planning. I'm like, we'll do a trial run yeah. and then we'll yes. do a live. Run. I lost my so. voice for two weeks after that. Yeah, like you were sick off. as a dog. I couldn't get out of here quick enough. I felt fine. I just didn't. No, you look fine. sick. You, you look like I you're look green. And you know what I did? I, I went out that weekend and I drank and I was uh, no, no. My wife went out. I was with the kids and I just kept drinking beer all night long. Yeah, that didn't get you sick. Well, she's like, why are you drinking if you're sick? I said, because at least I'm happy inside. Sure. <laughs> so I just kept drinking. Yeah, I've done, who hasn't done that, you know? But then I realized it really took a toll on me, though, because the next day I woke up, I'm like, I could barely talk. I was like, wow, I shouldn't have drank that much. But then no, I you, thought, you sounded terrible when we did the trial run on this, too. Yeah. I'm just saying. Oh, no, I was bad. I ran out the door and got the hand sanitizer and... Oh, so I, I, I coded myself when I came in. Oh, here, yeah. So. Well, that doesn't matter. Yeah. But um, we're finally to, uh, together. We're one big happy family. So, yes. so, so, Justin, amongst my young friends who are, like, who are still in their it's, 30s and late 20s and who are into DJs and going to clubs, blah, 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 they use the expression, like, this place is sick, meaning sick. it means it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like this place is sick, you know. Yes. Um, I am so glad because you hang around with people in that age group that you don't do the what? Because <laughs> I just want to slap people in the ear when I hear them do that. You're really good at that. Oh, I just say it's on do so it many TV shows now where it's like, what? And just, yeah, come here. Whop! You just want to hit what? him in the ear. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. No, no. Listen, people adapt. <laughs> people learn Stever's vernacular. I don't take anyone's vernacular. You, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm, you're the creator. I, no, yes, I'm people, saying. yes. Yeah, there's people. leaders and there's followers in this world, Steve-O. You're, you're goddamn right. The genesis begins with Steve-O. Yeah? Well, yeah, I, I remember what before, I, I was a lifeguard from when I was like, what, 15, 16 to 18. So You were hot. You No, but you were a lifeguard. You, know you, were, you were a lifeguard before me. Yes. So, because I was uh, best, you know, Scott and I go back to my my younger brother and Scott were best friends. Second, first, second grade when he punched me and pulled my bear's hat down, popped me in the nose, and then I yeah. tackled him. And we wrestled in front of the teacher, and we both got detentions. We were friends ever ever since yeah. then. Uh, but I remember when you were a lifeguard. So this is, I don't know. You figure thirty something years ago, thirty years ago. You saying, see that Scott and Scott, that's a milf. And I, oh at that point gosh. in time, yeah, I was milf, like, what's milf? a MILF? It's a mu-. And I was like, wow, Steve. Had no idea. So Steve I used, I used the MILF term. That had to be, what, 80? 86. 6, 85? So, yeah. We used to have a term called yummy mummy. Yummy mummy. <laughs> and I've always preferred that. 
Yeah, why not? Because because when um what's the, that movie came out was it um with the kids and the oh, Stifler and yeah Stifler. That's oh my the, god! In right. my mind, that's when Milf Yummy Mummy became Milf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, so mm-hmm. that was a while ago now. Terry's playing with his phone, videotaping us. Sorry, I'm drinking, and Terry is. I'm vining. I'm actually drinking. Vining? What is vining? Vine. Vine. Oh, no. Do you vine at all, Justin? No, I, I must admit, I've, I've give, as, as as much as I've tried most social media type things, vine something that I've yet to embrace. Six second videos, fellas. Yes. Wow. It's owned by Twitter. Um. Yeah. No. Is owned by Twitter? Is it? Yeah, it is owned by Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, they don't integrate. I was I was watching, listening to a whole interview with the guys who own who started Twitter, and they were saying that they came up with Vine, and they just sort of wanted to sort of see where it went with it. They weren't going to integrate it because you could just add video function to Twitter right away, but to see if it gets sort of its life on its you know where 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 it's going to take itself without them pushing it in a direction. So Vine Vine's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm under. I'm under. I didn't know I'm under about my name. So, um, my wife had Eric Stone Street from Modern Family out here a couple of months ago to do some TV commercials for the business she works for, and um, he was doing it all the time. And that was the first I'd, I'd, I'd seen it. So, well, who was that from? Guy from Modern Family. Yeah, the the Eric Stone Street, the um the 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 clown. Oh, that guy's hilarious. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, yeah, they shot um, five or six ads with him late at <laughs> late at night in this is that, is that the guy horrible that store in the back of nowhere. But yes, yeah, okay, yeah, the, oh, yeah. the heavier yeah, guy, the heavier he's, guy. He's funny. He, show, funny. The, you know, the, and the fact that it's, it's the awesome. Best written show the fact that he's straight and he's oh. pretending. You know, it was just like you know, it was like. Um, well, I, anyway, it's it's funny that uh, yeah. No, no. It, I was going to go somewhere. I won't. I have. I. I. Started okay. Hey, all right. So, Netflon technology. Let's go to the first fucking wine. Yeah. No, and actually, Mag-Fi. we've got a uh, severe thunderstorm watch over yes. us at the studio here, and it is lighting up like fireworks outside yeah, our windows. So, the and, la- and, and you're, and don't you often get? Um, yeah. Two, power outages two, two recordings back, we blew two of the three lines into the building yes. and that's when we ended the uh, podcast abruptly yeah. so Terry's yeah. hitting himself in the face with his earphones too yeah so headphones that's, that's so. how I wake, wake up yeah. so. alright so let's go uh, to the to, to uh, Derenberg yeah. Derenberg Derenberg yeah. okay so Derenberg was planted in 1921 no sorry 1912 wow uh, McLaren Vale so if anyone who knows Australia McLaren Vale is to the south of Adelaide and it's quite close to this coast so they would get some cooling sea breezes of an afternoon to help keep the temperatures down. We're now on, or they're now on their fourth generation winemaker whose name is Chester. And if anyone's ever had an opportunity to meet Chester, he's an absolutely cracking guy. Loves his wine, loves his job, loves life more than most people do. And he's, he's fantastic to sit around and talk about their wines with. Uh, this one is a Shiraz Viognier, so 92% Shiraz, 8% Viognier. The name comes from his kids couldn't say the word kookaburra, so they called the um, the, the, the the kookaburras who had this distinct laugh, which you've probably heard in every Australian movie ever made, uh, laughing magpies, which is another Australian bird. Um, so yeah, so it's it's been barrel fermented, uh, then gently basket pressed. I believe they kept the stems on them for the most part. So what do you guys think about this? Um, well, firstly, the, I mean, K 
can you get a better can you get a better bouquet out of a wine? Their aromatics are just absolutely crazy. It uh, knocked me over when I first cracked it and poured it a couple of hours ago. It was yeah. just whoa. I'm still the nose. It's just it's yeah. potpourri in a glass. You know, yeah. I mean, this is something. Honestly, if I could, uh, you know, if I could have candles, this, this I'd have a candle like this, and um, you know, but uh, but it's funny. It, it's <laughs> we're talking to Justin and Justin has some, like construction going in the background, and we I have just lost your internet connection. You there, guys? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. we're oh, yeah. back, and, yeah. And now we're back, yeah. Terry was re the show up. Uh, we got a uh, severe thunderstorm, which is also uh, one of the great things about the Midwest. We have the uh, crappy winters with a lot of snow and then... And the, and, and, and also um, death-curdling tornadoes. Yeah, so it's something great about here. No hurricanes. Do you get tornadoes that far north? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, uh, a really? couple, yeah. probably about 25 years ago... Uh, yeah, probably about field. ten miles from here. Yeah, it uh, took out a school. I think really, it, it took out a town. town it, yeah. About it was about thirty miles. Plainfield, right? Plainfield, yeah, yeah, thirty miles southwest of it us. Sounded, it, it sounded like it, a freight train. It it, it yeah. took out a town. It was a village of at the time. Now it's a, it's a conglomerate of like yeah. you know fifty you know, forty fifty thousand. The time it was like a ten thousand person village, and it, it just yeah. it just wiped it out. Yeah, just took it off the map. We've been lucky where we're at, where uh, the studio is, and when you get into the uh, city of Chicago, I don't think they really no had, down to Chicago is so big. There's no it's so land. vast that they they don't get tornadoes there. Um, well, the but do, do you remember three, four years ago, maybe five years ago, the, the one that went straight down? Oh yeah, to, and Downers Grove. It took off the roofs in Oak Brook. Remember that? Yeah. Fucked that shit up. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, at, the, was, I was at the BMW dealership, which is all glass, and I'm like, do I jump in a trunk? Do I? You know, it's like, where do you hide? Because it's like the you know I'm waiting for the windows to blow in. Right. So, yeah. Oh, so, so um, but anyway, we're so back. We, we have power. We, we were talking about Chester, and we were talking about the wine. Yeah, Chester. And then we, oh, so basically, we just start talking about the wine, and we were talking about the aromatics, and and uh, we're just saying how the wine itself was like potpourri. It was like you know, I mean, you could, if you could make a candle of this, you put it in every room in the house, you know, um, and that's where we left off on the aromatics. So. Um, Again, I think this carries over from the the first wine, the Yolamba. I, f- I feel like it's like a really fresh, like bright wine, like on the nose, the aroma of it. It's clean smelling. I don't know. Um, Is it me? Is it me? No, well, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I think the the addition of the Viognier sort of freshens it up a little bit and um, takes away what would have been a fairly hefty Shiraz and just gives it a freshness and a bit of brightness that it might have otherwise been lacking. Yeah, it's it's bright, it's tangy. Yeah, mm, and, absolutely. And um, there's an absolute herbaceousness uh, about the wine, you know, almost like kind of like bay leaf. Um, there you go, uh, the eucalyptus I, I, almost. I get it. Yeah, even. yeah. I, um, I mean, like I said, there's the herbal component to the wine that really comes out. Um, and I don't know if it's because of that co-fermentation with the Viognier, because I know that the Viognier Shiraz always really play well together. You know, um, and uh, um, Scott, what was the wine that we loved that was just absolute titties? It was, um, oh, the Lavignon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. which was the... Stoltman. Yeah, Stoltman, the Shiraz uh, Roussan. No, the, yeah, that's the Roussan. 
for sure. It was Shiraz Vusan, uh, not Shiraz Vunia. Now the uh, the red that we liked by them, I can't what? think of the name of it, but yeah, from Stoltman. Yeah, no, but they, they did they did a Shiraz they did a Shiraz Vunier instead of a Shiraz. I'm sorry, they did a Shiraz Rusan instead of a Shiraz Vunier. Oh no. Kidding. Yeah. Oh no! If it was a white or red, the red, red the red. red. No, that wasn't the Lavion. Is a just straight, just straight Roussan blend. Yeah, that that's a Roussan awesome. blend. That's, that's a white. Awesome. The Sorry. red that you're talking about. Yes. I'm not, not five minutes Angel. from now. Yeah, the uh, Angeli. The Angeli. That's got to be it. Okay. That's it for sure. Um, okay, so let me say this about the wine: is that um, it's bright, it's herbaceous. Um, I have to say. It's a little to me. It's a it's it's a little uh, boozy. Alcohol, yeah. you know yeah. the the alcohol. See, and that's where I don't know uh, if it's the really lush in me, but I love this. Well, that's what I like about it. I I, I like the bigger. Well, to me, it's juicier like, wines. I, I love the initial. I love the the bouquet of the wine. I love the nose. I love that initial. The I guess for lack of the attack of the wine, the the, the front palate, even the mid palate's fine. But then the back palate, to me, to talk, it's all about the booze. Yeah. It loses yeah. pepperiness, and it's like it's 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 just it's alcohol. And right now, two minutes later, my back palate is just it's just the alcohol is just burning off. Yeah. Um. So that's where I'm at in the wine. So I'm not now. It's 2009. I think the current vintage of this wine. This, this, this is it. This is it. This is it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Obviously, you we we both have it. Um, I don't know if uh, you know because over time, you know, the fruit's gonna the fruit's gonna temper over the time over yeah. time. So. Um, I don't see this wine really gonna getting any better. Uh, I'm, I'm at like, 